what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello and welcome to another edition of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Nick Davey, and I'm delighted to be joined as ever by the fantastic, the playboy prince of professional wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello. And how are we doing this evening? Am I lying? I'm great. <laughs> I could have gone, it's nice to see you, to see you, but that would be stealing someone else's line as well. Oh yeah, no, we don't, can't be stealing people's stuff around here. And I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if, if that if anyone's got the rights to that line still, maybe like BBC or someone. So yeah, we don't want to have a, a lawsuit on our hand at all. So no, yeah, not yet. <laughs> you okay though? I'm, I'm brilliant. Yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. Fantastic. Well, um, I think I know why you're buzzing. Um, ah. but yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I, I guess you want to fill in our, our, our fantastic listeners of why you're so buzzing and. Yeah, if you explain what what you did yesterday and how how you got on and how and just the whole the whole sort of the whole show yesterday, if you will, if you could just sort of summarise to everyone. Well, yesterday, Lance Rivera finally <laughs> returned to uh, live shows. Hooray! At the Wrestle Island Beach Party at Ellesmere Port, where there is no beach, but we move. I took on Brian Anderson, and well. Of course, the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling came out on top. Whoa, what are you booing me for? Well, I was sent some footage from uh, from an unknown, an unnamed source who uh, showed me. Uh, and I need to try and find out who this ref was that refereed the match. But uh, to our listeners, this is what actually happened. So the, the referee's back was blatantly turned and... Uh, instead of continuing the match like a normal wrestler, Lance decided to kick his opponent in the nuts. Uh, he went low. He went rogue. And hey, I he, don't know what you're on about. It was a blatant low blow. Um, and, yeah, he won the match that way. Disgusting no tactics that. that even Don Callis would be proud of you. But I see yeah. no issue in that. Our world-renowned referee James Greenwood was in charge. It's not like he's some... Mason Greenwood, you say? No, James Griffin. Oh. <laughs> a man who's refereed impact shows. He's really? refereed all up and down the country. Yeah, he's no he's no pushover. Do you know well, what? It takes, it takes wits and brains to get into that kind of position. And I, I, if the referee doesn't see it, he can't call it. Just like in football, if you can't see it, you can't call it. Do you know what I mean? And this is where we need some uh, technology, I think, in wrestling to stop this these uh this, to stop this from happening. It's just uh yeah. Well, I was about to say it's just not cricket, but it's just not wrestling. But we don't need any VAR in wrestling because look what it's done to the Premier League. We're all saying it's ruined football. We don't need VAR in wrestling. Look, <laughs> I did think- enjoy the was it the NXT UK. I think it was probably the last NXT UK before when the fans were there, and I think every match there was just the VAR chance, which did make me laugh. Look, you can't be ruining the game like that. You don't want to kill the game off. And if I can take advantage of the rules, then so be it. So be it. Unlucky for Brian Anderson. Lucky for me. I'm number one for a reason. Well, well what else 
happened on the show. With, uh, was there any other sort of matches on the card that happened? There's some uh, there's some big matches. We had um, Cameron Solis putting his number one contendership on the line for the Wrestle Island title. He put it on the line against Ethan Kelly in an open challenge, which then turned into a battle royal. Wow. I was, I was oh. in this. And the, the footage is out there. It is out there on... Bear with me a moment. We'll just get the full Instagram handle so we can get this plugged properly. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, no, it sounds like... Um, that sound like a great show. And... And as well, with all the video, the photos I saw from the show, it just looked like a fantastic sort of afternoon. People, obviously, it's a, the first weekend of having our freedoms back to an extent. With the and well, I know. Well, as I was watching the videos that Chris was sending me, uh, I had this. I was working this day. I had the rain absolutely lashing it down down here in Sussex, but it looked like a beautiful blue sky up in well Chester, where where, where you oh, guys were. It was fantastic. So <laughs> it's it's Brit Rest Journey. It's uh, our own Chris Lapham's Instagram. Right. He, he got the whole battle royal. He's uploaded it onto his Instagram. And as you can see from that, Blanche Rivera eliminated Brian Innocent again. I might have kicked him in the dick, but you know. Not again. Hey, in a battle royal, there's no disqualification. You take advantage where you can. Threw him over the top rope. Then I got eliminated by Joe Bolton, but we'll ignore that bit. Hooray! Why do I do this show? It's just kind of abuse I turn up for. I then got chased all around uh, around the festival, (laughs) up and through uh, Bouncy Castle. Oh. I was chased through a Bouncy Castle, an inflatable obstacle. There wasn't kids getting knocked over whilst you guys were running around. Hey, none of them got knocked over. We had to duck, dodge and avoid them at all costs. Why they were all screaming. Oh, God. Oh, well, it, it sounds like it was a, a fantastic show. And like I say, just brilliant to have these, well, to have shows back up and running. It looked like, thank, thankfully, for, well, for you up north, um, sadly not for down south, but thankfully the weather was on, your, was on your side as well. It just looked like a really great afternoon. And hopefully there'll be so much, there'll be a lot more over the summer, providing the weather's fine. Uh, provided and we keep our freedoms as they are it just looked like a, a, a brilliant afternoon and um no it just i'm really chuffed for everyone involved including yourself and and hopefully as i say there's going to be more memorable afternoons uh and evenings i guess going forward in the in the british british wrestling scene yeah 100 percent. we've only got to be getting more more and more is coming i promise you this is only the beginning. Well, I was going to say, is there, yeah, I was, I was say, is there any, any other shows you've got coming up that uh, that, that you know, our listeners will be intrigued to know about? Well, if you listen to last week's podcast, it was the first meeting of Lance Rivera, the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, and Rick Marcus, Cumbrian Ooh. Outlaw. And the first face-to-face meeting of the pair of us will happen on August 7th at Odyssey Pro Wrestling Set Sail. Tickets are available now from odysseyprowrestling.com. So, so you don't yeah. want to be missing that. So if you're a listener and you're thinking, oh, I could run and get my laptop or grab my phone and, and purchase that, what would you say to them right now? Say so you're daft while you're sitting around. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast at the same time as buying the tickets. Of course you want to come see Lance Rivera in the flesh and you want to buy a T-shirt as well. And you want me to take a picture with your girlfriend. What more do you want? You're selling it to me already. I mean, I, I wish I could come up, but uh, um, I'm afraid I'm actually working that day. So that's a point. <laughs> it's worth quitting my job for. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> you, you, of course it is. You've got to come see me. You've got to quit oh, your job. 
Oh, I'm oh, excited. And oh, I could do. Ooh, well, I've already actually applied for annual leave that day. We got rejected. So, mm. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do need. To... <laughs> Why are you denying him such a fantastic experience? I am. Um, I do need to. Um, I will be coming up. Uh, that's my word to come up and and see. Maybe uh, yeah. Uh, mate, yeah, I know. It's uh, maybe I'll be uh, introducing a new client to yourself as well at some point in the future. A client, a new yeah. client. Oh, a cl- I'm just an advocate. Exactly. I don't care if it's you, your client, whoever. They're getting body slammed. Oh, I love you. Uh, one thing I was surprised, actually, to be fair, uh, was I, when I saw your photo with Chris. To be fair, I didn't realize how tall you were. Yeah, I'm six foot one. <laughs> Oh, same, same height. Uh, I think I'm just a bit taller, so yeah, yeah. There'll be no body slamming me. I have put a man on my shoulders that was three hundred pounds once. Uh, there'll still his be name, no body slamming me. His name's I'm, KC Payne, and if you're listening, <laughs> KC Payne, I'll do it again. Oh my lord! <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not holding back here. I'll take on all comers. And we'll, well, sorry, obviously, uh, well, obviously, very excited for that for, for the seventh for Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets now, is all, is all, all we can say here at BBG. And we'll, what we'll do is we'll put a link in as well uh, to our listeners. So if you are thinking or if you're struggling to find uh, where to get your tickets from, we'll, we'll, we'll throw a link in as well at the uh, in our description of the pod because you know, obviously, as we've mentioned countless of times over the last few months or so, well, probably over the last year or so, is Get out there and support these support these companies. They say there's going to be some great wrestling there on, on show. Some great lads coming through, like as it pains me to say, like uh, Mr. Lance Rivera. So no, you. get your tickets and uh, more importantly, get out there and boo Lance as well. Buy his t-shirt, obviously, but but boo him as well when you're there. And boo me, cheer me. I don't care. Your girlfriend loves me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but also in, in some big news as well, which is which is happening as well in the mainstream. I know last week you guys sort of covered Money in the Bank, but some big news in um, uh, well, in, in the whole world of wrestling uh, was actually also that weekend at Slammiversary, uh, obviously Impact Slammiversary, we saw the debut in Impact of Jay White now. Obviously, back at the, t- the turn of the year, there was talks of him leaving New Japan. There was a lot high high talk of him joining NXT. In fact, I believe that we did our uh, bold predictions for the year. I think I actually had him down to make his NXT debut at some point. So that's looking a bit, well, <laughs> that's obviously not going to happen. So, yeah, not good for that respect. But in terms of enjoyable wrestling, it's very good that it's, it's happened. Uh, but, yeah, he came out at the end of after Omega beat Sammy Callahan, in which was a great match, by the way. Um, at the end of the match, Jay White came out to confront, um, uh, obviously came out to confront uh uh, the well, the elites at the time, Omega and, and the Good Brothers. Uh, we saw then on the next, well, this week on Impact Wrestling as well that it looks like Chris Bay's hopefully going to join the Bullet Club as well. So we saw White get into a bit of confrontation with with the Good Brothers uh, before Chris Bay came out to make the save. Um, but yeah, do we reckon we're going to get an Elite versus Bullet Club angle? And and could you see this potentially spiraling out over well over New Japan over? impact and potentially over to AEW as well. 100%. It's, it's, it's what they're building for. It's just it's just a matter of time, isn't it? It's been a matter of time. The Elite reformed properly on AEW. Yeah, definitely back, yeah. Especially, especially when Omega turned heel and the Good Brothers joined. It was just because obviously that's, well, that is Bullet Club. 100%. You've also got the Young Bucks as well. Yeah. Um, it, it make, yeah, absolutely. 
Him, it all makes yeah. There's, this this goes on. We could be all night mentioning well, previous men. Like, yeah, but obviously they're like later members of Bullet Club. But then you had actual like early members of like Bullet Club with Gallows and Anderson and um, and the Young Bucks. So you've got OG members there as well. Yeah. So no. you, that that's a big thing you can throw back at um, the Bullet Club when the feud actually starts going because they'll you've got Tamatonga and Tongaloa there and they'll be saying that they're obviously the original Bullet Club because they've been there since the start but then you've got the Bucks who'll be like whoa hold on and you've got Carl Anderson and who and, uh, he was the leader of the Bullet Club at one point exactly and then well it also opens up the question for well for for others obviously at the moment we've got Frankie Kazarian who's also a famous member who's this elite hunter so to speak in his when uh, in his current storyline, there's so you could, there's also ways to bring others. We've already mentioned Cody Rhodes as well, potential chance to get to get him involved. Hangman Page obviously already got the, the rivalry going on in AEW with Omega, so it opens up the doors for for so many angles, doesn't it? Really? Well, yeah, the the Elite Hunter thing comes from back uh, way back with the the Bullet Club Hunters. Yeah. So that that'll probably get played into it as well. It really is just sort of exciting times then the border. So what I just love is the thing is obviously watching both Impact and AW and I think as I know it makes me kind of want to watch um so I don't miss any of this of anything that goes on. It makes me want to watch New Japan as well. So they're all doing as I say, they're all doing each company a, a world of good as well, having all this cross cross promotion. The forbidden door, isn't it? I love it. Um and I've always been, been open. I'm just a huge fan. Of, I think the, the one match that I think we're all dying to see, do you reckon we'll get Jay White versus Omega? If I think what potential might get is Jay White versus Omega with both titles on the line, and getting it might add another belt to Omega's well, Omega's collection. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Omega beat him this time because obviously he lost to him for the IWGP US title when um, mm. Omega first dropped it mm. before he went on for the IWGP title. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if. Um, this was now um, Omega's time to get his win back. But obviously, with uh, with booking and everything, they'll have to collaborate with New Japan to see where they want to go from here. But I still see a possibility in a future where Kenny Omega is IWGP Heavyweight Champion once again. I think, yeah, that's... It's, it's a tough one. Whether, yeah, he would he lose any belts prior to that, but I prefer... No, I don't think... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I prefer the, the idea of, of it. Definitely. I think that's when you can easily start to then have them start dropping the belts to, to all kind of wrestlers. I think as well at the moment, especially with Impact, I don't think they really kind of know who to, who's right to take the belt off. Because I, I, mean, I, mean, I thought Sammy Canahan would have been quite a good option, but there's 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 there's, there's a lot of talent on that roster, but then they're trying to find who to build up that can that can take the belts off him. But so I think, yeah, maybe... At I think we should de- hold it for a bit longer though, really. Definitely keep this sort of journey going on to keep this collection going on is, uh, certainly for a little bit longer for sure well you should really do it for as long as you can because you just got to be careful though to obviously not book yourself into a corner yeah as we've seen with yeah we've seen that a few times uh, with uh no, we're not just going to say one promotion but with some promotions as well i know one one big promotion automatically springs to mind, but no, that is always a risk with with book with, with when you get when you do do some strong booking, you you can easily run that risk. Yeah, the the thing is like because obviously he's got so many belts and everything, it's how many losses he take in one go without him looking silly. Yeah, 
No, sure, completely. And uh, oh, for me as well, what I've, I've really enjoyed as well with this week was um, actually them giving um, well a bit more of a Chris Bay. I've, I've really been a huge fan of Chris Bay since I've started watching sort of Impact Wrestling. Uh, really nice to see him now get a bit more of an attention into a sort of a main event type scene and be really great as well if we can potentially see him rest on some I know he's, he's obviously wrestled in New Japan before but great to see if we can suddenly get him to uh, in some matches with AEW if they're going to do these sort of cross promotions again oh yeah I imagine it <coughs> feature on AEW at some point considering they are doing the whole forbidden door yeah. <laughs> absolutely uh, well yeah well, we'll continue this discussion with some well some other big news of AEW uh, but after a word from this week's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you the train, bus, flight and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer, offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMEO5 at checkout. This is valid until July 31st for new users and all models of transport. It's just the new pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo plan, book and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Anderson Daniels, the Superman of Synergy, the certified big rig, the blue chip bruiser, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. So, and um, well, as we mentioned, some more big news as well in um, well, in concerning AEW. Um, that yeah, you may have seen over the internet over the last sort of week or so. You may have missed it, but uh, um, so apparently that there's strong rumours and well, even even strong rumours as well that, that it's actually happened, but CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are both going to be signing for AEW. Now, as I say, there's been talks. That apparently, it is just that, talks. There's been rumours that apparently um, it's there's talks are very positive and it's going to happen. And there's also some rumours that it's actually a done deal and it's already happened. Now it's just trying to work out when they're actually going to be seen on screen. Um, so, uh, obviously, at the moment in time, it is all internet rumours and who, knowing who you want to believe, but it doesn't stop us I mean, being diehard fans trying to work out and fancy book where they um, obviously where, where they might fit into the to the roster. But what what were your initial thoughts though when you saw these sort of storyline? What you saw these stories break out over the internet? I got well. I was obviously at first I was very skeptical because <laughs> well we've spent years doing this, haven't we? Especially with CM Punk. It's like yeah, I'm just you're just tired of hearing it. I think is that's it, what is it seven seven years now. Uh, it was January 2014 because I remember that very well because it was I was still at Sainsbury at the time and I, was, and I remember someone told me on the morning when I was at shift that he's he's walked out. But uh, yeah, so, so seven years, years yeah. yeah, seven seven years, seven years, seven years, yeah. So what? It's been going on for seven years. Is CM Punk coming back? Is he coming back? When's CM Punk coming back? CM Punk, CM Punk. He always in the UFC. Oh, he lost in the UFC. Now he's coming back to wrestling. No, he's not. He's wrestling again. Oh, he came to arrive on Fox as well, Fox TV to do the, uh, the well, I like to call it the punditry role that he had with uh, with Fox. Yeah, and obviously he made he made that clear that it was just simply no no wrestling attached. 
Uh, it is literally just a cool project of doing punditry. Doesn't want anything to do with actually wrestling. It's nothing to do with WWE. It's simply a Fox program that he was connected with. Um, it's not we... worn out with it. Just like cool. He's not. He's not interested. And I, I respect the fact that he's walked away. I don't. I don't. I'm not one of these fans who holds it against him. Where it's like, oh, you quit. You walked out on everyone. He's got to live his life. Leave. Leave him alone and stop like speculating every five minutes that he's going to do something because the man sneezed on a tissue. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I I think with his reasons, I think he perfectly put them perfectly across the fact that, well, number one, he was hurt. He said he was literally resting in agony. Uh, yeah. W weren't taking it seriously enough. You can understand he was also, it, it was no secret at the time, well, especially certainly from 2012, 20, he was carrying the company on his shoulders uh, and he didn't get a high payoff. I know that bit, when it, that's when it can become a bit, that's when it's, Everyone's got their opinion about that with when he was sort of dismissing the match with Triple H. Uh, people, that's when people I can understand getting a little bit frustrated saying, well, surely that is a, a good match. You shouldn't be expecting the world sort of thing. Well, I, but I, see, <laughs> I, I see what he means though. Like if, you, if you feel like you should be doing something and you're not getting what you need, then well, either you leave or you have to put up with it. And he was like, I'm not doing it anymore. That's fair mm. enough. Because if you if you want something badly enough, you have to stand up for what you believe in, even if well, even if you're wrong. But well, yeah, you're absolutely right um, there. And well, I, I don't think there's any excuse in what's happened next with obviously WWE. You know, with the talk of Punk getting his well release papers on the day of his wedding day, opening them up on the morning of that. Um, so since then, I think it's almost become this sort of childish back and forth with both Punk and more from WWE. So Punk and WWE, we've seen Vince apologise on, well, in interviews, I think he apologised on the Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast and Punk was sort of straight away quick to dismiss it, saying, well, it's, bull it's bullshit, he's doing it, it's a publicity stunt. Um, it's basically seen... like seeing, like, if your mum and dad had a divorce, <laughs> and, like, they were going at it, and you're just like... At first, you're upset, and then as it keeps going on, you're like, oh, it's just getting fed up with it. it. Yeah. Dad, that's what they do. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I've said this to people half the time when it's like, oh, CM Punk might be coming back. I say, I don't care because he's not. But this is what? the first time where we've all gone, hold on, this seems a bit. Yeah, I agree with that. It's actually one that's actually developed a bit of a bit of attention. I mean, because every year we have it, don't we? Every Royal Rumble um, oh, post twenty, we every year it's going to happen. The odds are obviously always going to be thirty. Thirty people will see the odds going. Oh, hang on, punks at twenty to one. It was it was it was thirty two to one the other day. Uh, well, there's that, a, that's, uh, not, that's just to get like for exactly. people who listen who don't understand how betting work. Of course, they're going to put odds like that on for you because they want your money. <laughs> Well, exactly, yeah. Uh, but like one every, year, the Rock went to favourites, um, yeah. the favourites to win the Rumble. The Rock Indeed. turned off. That was it. Was instead of the year Roman won it, and he came out at the end because he was spotted in 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 the Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. That was it. Um, yeah, there was exactly every year we get the we get the rumours of old old punks joining when we when we hear. Um, you, whenever there's a show in Chicago, it's like, oh, could could this be the night that he returns? It's a, it's a pay per view, or it's it's in Chicago. We always get it. When recently as well, I remember when we had back in was it February uh, at Revolution um, when Big Show announced that someone was going to be joining, um, or Paul White, I should say, someone's going to be joining AEW again. Rumors going around, going, oh, is it? Is it? And obviously, it wasn't going to be. It was, it was indeed Christian. The, the, yeah, I, I think oh, this just, has been. It just gets too much, doesn't it? Because even uh, now, if someone, if we, 
if they turned around tomorrow and went, oh yeah, no, it was all it was all just speculation. We just go. But I think a lot of people would be disappointed, but I just feel like I didn't expect much. And that's like, the thing is, we it's, it's never it's going to happen again as well. So if it does all turn out to be a big speculation, it's going to roll around again potentially. In a, well, when I don't know when his next show is in Chicago. I know we've mentioned it off air when we when we mentioned this briefly that AEW's next pay per view is indeed in Chicago, all out Chicago, which probably helps the um, helps these rumors as well. What what happens if he comes back and because it's been seven years, he just shits the bed. What is in? He's awful. Yeah. What happens? Just like uh, I prefer not to think about like just that. To- because <laughs> obviously it's it's not going to happen, is it? He's going to come back. He's going to be in. He's going to do well because one, they're going to put him in a big highlight match where whoever he works is going to be able to. Even if Punk's like his ring shape slightly off or anything, they're going to put him in there with someone. He's going to be like, okay, it's okay because I'll I've got you because obviously it's nearly what it's seven years, not far off ten years. Yeah, um, since he's last worked a match, and the last match he worked was a rumble. So it's not even like a actual an actual match. match, match, match. Obviously, he's had his UFC. He does seem to be generally keeping oh, himself yeah. in in shape. But I suppose the fact that he's straight edge meat, you'd like to think his diet's probably well, his diet and overall healthy. He's got a very healthy lifestyle, uh, which will help, uh, I guess, when it comes to when it does come to it. So I, no, I doubt I, that he'll be fine. But I, I know what you mean. So I know it is there always the worry of yeah being out. The, the ring rust have been out that long. Well, what I was like, the thing is potentially he might wrestle a couple of, I don't know, actual dark matches where uh, I always like the, the fit. He's probably got a ring somewhere. Like, yeah. Give him a ring like they did with The Rock when he came back. Yeah, like, when he came, yeah. He he trained with uh, Curtis Axel. For Curtis him. Axel, that's right, yeah. God knows how long. It's, it's a good idea, I mean, to, it's certainly a good idea. You don't, certainly don't want to go straight out bang into a pay-per-view and being completely ring rust. So I'm sure they'll do, they'll do something like that, but... Oh, but yeah, be there's obviously fine, a massive. But... Well, you you'll know more. There there is a massive difference from doing it well, you know, in a closed curtain to doing it in front of well, a, 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 a ten thousand. Well, I don't know what AEW crowd will be for for it. Well, I thought you meant my crowd. Then I was like, yes, I definitely ten thousand people. Ten thousand, twelve thousand people chant, going ballistic for you. It's it's a different. It's obviously different altogether than doing it just I, by the curtain. Well, I get that adrenaline run. It's just what like. Two, three hundred people. Yeah, I know you would. Oh, okay, this is a bit mad. So let alone you get out there in front of ten thousand people all screaming your name. I'm used to getting told to to do one when I come out. So the rush when people are actually screaming your name must be mad. That Chicago entrance he did at Money in the Bank in 2011. I cannot even fathom like coming out to that. Mm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I think. Yeah. It's, I think like that if, with, with, with anything, I think of any sport, any, anyone even away from sport, any like music gig or anything, it must be a complete different thing of doing it, as I say, in a always, behind. Oh, sorry, go on, go on. Well, no, it's like also as well, we've seen with the, with, with the COVID era, so to speak, of, of, uh, of any sport that it, it's not the same product when it's behind closed doors. It's a complete better, different product when there's, when there's an audience in there, when there's, the atmosphere of the crowd it is it's a different product altogether anyone who says differently is wrong <laughs> well yeah but it's like like you were saying with like gigs and things like you, you see how emotional some musicians mm. get when the first time they're up there yeah and will start singing their song back at them yeah it, it just blow your mind 
No, definitely. Um, well, with Punk then, is there, I mean, do a bit of fancy booking, um, already have you kind of, I know, again, is there anything that you'd like to see Punk go go into? Well, I'd love to. The first the first one you think is Kenny Omega, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's straight away what you're picturing, you're picturing what the, but then this is also kind of goes back to, so we've, a bit of fancy booking this, so we've got Omega page you'd like to think is almost certainly going to happen at, at all out, obviously we've got the match this week between the Dark Order and the Elite, uh, where it means that if the Elite win, then Page gets his title match, and the Elite, the, the Dark Order get their tag team title match. Anyway, but thinking so, let's think end of all out, Omega wins, uh, or even you could have Page. I don't know, Page does win uh, either one of them, and then yeah, Punk does come out. But yeah, I think Page would Omega would seem like the obvious. But then again, is that kind of too obvious sort of thing? I mean. Does does Punk come out to an amazing ovation, or again pushing it back to what we mentioned about the potential feud with Bullet Club? Does Punk then even join the Elite, or but like even join a join a stable? Well, I'm I'm thinking now since obviously because that's the one we're all gonna go to is Omega Punk. That's the one we all want to see. But what yeah. about a bit a bit more left field? Because obviously we're yet to talk about it, but Brian Danielson. Yeah, I was going to move on to him in a bit. What if we um we talk about this? Brian Danielson teams with CM Punk once again, and uh, you, they go after the Young Bucks. Oh, now that that, that would be potential. that would mean that's making me draw thinking about it. Well, as you mentioned, Brian, we'll move on to Brian as well. So Brian, obviously, not been seen since uh, I think it was what just after WrestleMania back or just before WrestleMania Backlash. So a few weeks yeah, after was, WrestleMania. Yeah, it was just after Mania when he faced um, Roman Reigns on SmackDown. So we saw him obviously lose, therefore had to quit the brand of SmackDown now. Since then, there's been talk about, well, oh, he's just obviously going to rock up on Raw um, in a few weeks. Or then there was talk that actually he wants to, he's requested to go to NXT, which grabbed a bit of excitement. Then obviously the rumour came out that, oh, actually, hang on, he's actually, he actually has left WWE altogether because his contract expired. Then there's talk of, don't worry, he's going to obviously re-sign within the next few weeks. That never happened. So, here we are. We're now at the point where apparently it's also a done deal. He is going to be joining AEW. Um, obviously, I've got your thoughts on Punk, but what are your overall thoughts on Brian now seem to be linked with, with AEW or supposedly joining AEW? This gets me more excited than CM Punk because I'm used to being let down with CM Punk. Like I'm genuinely, genuinely excited for this because I'm such, such a big Brian Danielson. Like, I love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You go back and watch Ring of Honor, yeah. Brian Danielson wrestle Nigel McGuinness. Oh my God, I've sat there in my room before just screaming at the TV from this match from like 2006. 2006, I'm yeah. Screaming at the TV. Like, I know who wins. I've watched this match so many times, but I can still sit there and I will scream at the TV. So I imagine we'll get some form of a more Brian Danielson version of himself than Daniel Bryan yes 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 kind of thing I feel I will get to steal off Kurt Angle the wrestling machine Brian Daniels the American Dragon is that his nickname it is yeah so I'm imagining we'll be getting something more similar to that yeah obviously pure speculation I don't know what's going on there I must admit I do agree with you about in terms of joining AEW I'd be more excited for Bryan however in terms, I would rather see Punk back in WWE just because I think he's got unfinished business there. I would just personally rather see him back in WWE. 
I would rather see, yeah, Brian. I think with Brian, he's, what, had 11 years now in WWE. We've seen him, obviously, 2014 was the obvious one, the, the peak of his career at WrestleMania. We've seen him have some great feuds with The Miz, with, with many superstars. I just feel now is the time that... I think it would be just amazing to see him in a different promotion and not saying that it should be a, a, a an exit and he's never going back to WWE just to see him actually just in AEW, as we mentioned, with the, well, the potential of matches he could have with, well, again, the obvious one, Omega, but, but many other superstars as well in, in, in AEW as well that, that, he can, that he can obviously wrestle with. Again, oh, as well yeah. with Brian. I was just going to say, of course, yeah, like uh, with the whole... As you've mentioned, going back to WWE, it'd be, I think it'd be hard for him to go back. Not because of like his ability or anything like that, but, by, but because I think he might be doing this as a last, I want to go do what I want to do before I retire. Because yeah. he kept saying that he didn't have long left. Yeah. So I feel like this might be his swan song to be like, all right, so we said goodbye to Daniel Bryan, now it's time to say goodbye to... Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's a good point. I want I, I want to be wrong because I want I want him to wrestle forever. But, <laughs> Don't we all? But obviously, every wrestler's got to have his day, and he's he's got a family that he wants to spend time with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's made that clear that he does want to well retire and be a father and and everything and and sort of spend as much time with them as as possible. Um, that's no secret. We've we've seen that be mentioned many a times. Um, which is obviously a big factor of why I think because when Willsworth when he left, I think there was talk that he was going to go on to a, a contract where he has to appear at a certain amount of shows a year. But we know mm. AEW the travel and everything is just far less well, far less stressful, shall we say, than it is with WWE. Well, um, that might be a big reason for him to do it as well because then exactly, obviously yeah. he, he wouldn't have to spend as much time away from Bree and um, Zip, Zip Birdie. Leaves. Don't, don't quote me on it, but yeah, I think you're right. I don't know why I'm chanting his daughter. Like, um, I don't know why I'm, I'm going full names on everyone. But yeah, to leave Bree and Birdie and the, the dog as well. I think they have a dog. I, I was a big fan of Total Bellas. Okay. <laughs> Total Divas and Total Bellas, especially when Brian came on the scene and he was dead like grumpy around the house. I was like, yes, this is what I want. <laughs> this is what you want to see, yeah. <laughs> and he was staying at John Cena's house and John Cena was like cracking out all these rules and he just sat there like, I'm a grown man, what are you on about, John? I'll do what I want. <laughs> Like, John Cena's house rules. Did, did you watch that episode where he pulled out the house rules? Uh, no, I just remember the Miz. I just remember the, when the Miz was doing that whole angle with dressing up as him. I just remember him, him and Maurice kept well, just yeah, copying stuff from the show. So I'm presuming that's where that's come yeah, from. Yeah, where it is. Yeah, it was. A, it was a, an episode where um, so basically it was the I think it was the beginning of Total Bellas, like the first series, and mm. it was like. Uh, it was just just after Daniel Bryan retired, so it was like we're gonna put these lot in a house together. So it was like Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella and Nikki and John, and then the rest of the Bella family were all living in John Cena's massive house. Yeah, and like John Cena was like putting down these ground rules. Like I think it's like we will have uh, dinner at this time, and then after dinner, uh, the women will go off to one room, and the men will go to the study and smoke and drink. And it was like what. <laughs> Like, we will all retire and spend uh, a lovely night together. And on Fridays, we do something else. And it was, and it was like, what? Mm. What, what, what? I I think it's fucked. Yeah, no, it, definitely. But like, even someone had to come up with that and script it and go, John, can you say this? And John had to read that and go, 
I, I can't even imagine what his face would be like. But he'd be like, guess so. <laughs> I guess. Uh, his house is mad, though. <laughs> if, if there is a... For anyone listening, if there's ever a reason to watch Total Bellas and Total Divas, just watch it and look at John Cena's house. Actually, I'm more than willing to just take five seconds out while you all just go Google John Cena's house and come back because, oh my God, that man lives in a world to himself. That's the dream. I guess, um, yeah, I usually get a bit, I usually watch on with envy when those, um, uh, when we have those sort of shows on. <laughs> When you yeah, see sort of the yeah the celebrities like I was yeah I, I, I kind of usually just watch on with envy thinking I just want that house. <laughs> Even the Talia and um, Tyson Kidd house are mad. They've got yeah. a slide. They've they a slide. do yeah yeah. I've seen it on Instagram. John Cena's got like two slides, but even I don't need two slides. I just need the one. God, you just you know, I look at it and I'm just like I need it. And it, like they can walk out onto the beach and I'm just like one oh, day. That's what gets me up in the morning to go to work is the the image of their house. Just like yeah, even the, isolation. Even, the, even the flat that Paige used to live in on um, Total Divas. You're like she's like five minutes away from the beach. Like, <laughs> you get paid, you get and go wrestle, and then you can you can finish training at NXT yeah. and then wander to the beach. And it's like that's the dream. Indeed. So if you're listening, Triple H, um, yeah, Andrew <laughs> is more than available for bookings. Got to sign him up, Triple H. Um, <laughs> with um, <laughs> more with Brian, though, um, obviously we've mentioned, um, yeah, Brian's the Brian's rooms. They do seem a bit more, I suppose, legit is the the way to to put it. But uh, and we've mentioned obviously with Punk going Omega, Brian going with Omega. The good thing with Brian as well, I think that he'll be happy to kind of go kind of any level, like be it mid cast with the TNT title, but. Um, but as well, I mean, even even sort of some feuds we never really got with him in in sort of WWE. Like we never really saw a proper Brian Cody kind of feud. We never saw Brian. Well, I know it's quite recent, but Alistair Black, Brian Andrade. We never really got these kind of like feuds, and we never really saw the matches on the big stage. So there's also options for them as well. Oh, there's just there's so many options. Indeed, so we could we could even get the original idea for the Shield of Brian Punk and Big Show. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought of that, did they? No, that's a twist. Yeah, yeah. I think this is long-term booking to done to the extreme. But yeah, that would be Punk, um, uh, Punk and Brian versus the Unbucks would be. It would I think that's my favourite one out of the only just because obviously I love my tag team wrestling. I think that would be the uh, the best one. And then it keeps obviously you can also get away of keeping a Hangman Adam Page in the kind of the main scene with Omega, regardless of what happens in their title match at all out. I know we 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 keep saying it all out looks like the obvious kind of time to to bring well of when if they are if it is all signed that it seems like the obvious time to to bring that. Do you reckon there's a chance they might do it before then? I know we've, we've got a few AEW special shows before, or even after then as well. I know they've we've got um, fight for the fallen this week in Charlotte uh, Charlotte. Uh, the week after they've got their return to Jacksonville. And then um, on the twenty second of August, so if it, yeah, twenty oh, sorry, twenty second of September. So a few weeks after all out, they've got the big show in um, in New York at the Queens, well, the tennis the, the tennis ground, which I think is supposed to be their biggest attendance ever. So there's a few options there. Where I know Punk seems like the obvious one for Chicago, but if you don't want to do it at the same time, you could get away with then doing Punk essentially at Chicago, Brian as well at the big one in New York. 
Yeah, I don't see it happening before All Out. I think that's can't you can't see either of them debuting until at least All Out or after. I think they're going to save at least one of them for that big one in New York because it's going to be the biggest attendance. Yeah, definitely. I think it makes sense for Punk to come out in Chicago because it's Chicago and you're going to get a mad reaction. But then think well, I think brought him out in New York with the biggest attendance they've ever had. Well, I think whenever you bring well either of them, it's going to be a big pop. It's just how you want to. I think I think everyone would be, and this is for for either for any company that would be lucky to get Punk back. If you, I think you just everyone would feel it's just a waste not doing it in Chicago. Just for that, yeah. we, we've seen we don't need to look at money in the but every time he's in Chicago, we know how or how lovely he is there. Um, well, it, even when I he think, came back at pay, was it payback again? Payback, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he still got a mad reaction then. Even when um, Paul Heyman came out to his music and we let it play for a bit, Paul Heyman got a mad reaction. Yeah, exactly. I remember that a few weeks after. Um, that was it. It was a few weeks after, wasn't it, when he left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, yeah, that was. I think that's for the whole. That was the first one, I think, where when oh he's returning now, and that was what about a month after he quit first show in Chicago. Uh, yeah, it, so it was just before Mania. Yeah, that's right. I remember I got played. I remember watching it on the TV and um, came home from it, school, put it on. It, hap- it happened straight away at the start of the show. I was like, oh, well, that's a bit weird. They just can do this. So I thought it was just like, oh my god, CM Punk's back, and I was like, yes. And then I was like, hold on, that's Paul Heyman. Are they back? They're back together? Yeah, and then he was just shot, shot it down straight away, didn't he? Yeah, because I was like, they're back together, they're back together. Oh my god! And then the, I thought he's going to announce him like he, he's coming back at like WrestleMania or X date or whatever. And I was like, and I was like, he, he didn't even mention CM Punk. What's this about? <laughs> yeah, no, um, absolutely, you bet. But yeah, well, took the piss that one. Did. <laughs> it it did indeed. I mean, there's bottom line. There's always there's obviously so many options of of having to do it but i think yeah i think i think the obvious does spring to mind is just getting them straight away to to feud with with the elites but then you could even be, be a bit of a bold strategy here potentially have them both debut on the same well same show at the same time and have them go into a, a feud with each other instantly you could have you could have sort of more punk making it or i don't know either or make their debut it's such a huge moment but then they quit almost like it sort of screams the one that's kind of springs to mind's sort of the triple h undertaker setting up to wrestlemania 26 yeah like when someone upstage is one of them making us a big return and one of them just quickly comes out and and yeah like they don't say anything they just look at each other yeah no you're like yes that was so good i mean yeah oh the only thing i think of is there you can get a way of not talking in a situation like that is by staring at something like well in that case the wrestlemania logo this it would be quite difficult to i don't know with this it would be quite difficult to kind of sort of i don't know about two people could do it it'd be them it would and i'm sure that it'll get around it but anything i'm thinking is they come out look at each other then and then obviously nothing happens people are going to be a bit Unless you just end simply end a show like it, where you don't, where you, where you, where you go off air. Well, yeah, just just kind of various bits of fancy booking of what, of how we can, yeah, of how, of how. Crowds like rocking, the place is rocking, and Brian and Punk are staring at each other, face to black. Oh God, don't chills. I got chills. Exactly. Brian, I bet you, bet you, he's either going to come back with long hair, a bit of a beard. Or come back completely shaved head, completely shaved head. Yeah, like when he um 
when he's like proper I'm gonna kill a man mode. Yeah, it'll be one of the two, won't it? I think for sure. Well, they're his most kind of recognisable sort of Brian's Brian looks, aren't they? Yeah. Obviously, the long hair at uh, the longish hair at WrestleMania 30, followed by the short hair when he sort of won his first title belt as well. No, I'm talking like proper shaved head. Daniel proper Brian. shaved. Proper shaved head. And like punk, I bet he's going to come back with slick back hair. Feel it. You know, that, that punk hair that he had when he was like in the UFC, not when he shaved it, but like the first yeah. time around. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, no, don't get me excited. No, no, I'm falling into the trap. Yeah. <laughs> so I, knew, I knew I'd win you round on this. Damn it. I was being all cynical earlier. I'm doing it. Sick of hearing about CM Punk. Now I'm talking about him. They're gonna kill each other and they're gonna fight. He's gonna be sick. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna feel like a child again. Well, there's also another man who's just dropped a belt, and he's, I guess, he hasn't really got anything kind of going on at the moment. Is is John Moxley? Obviously, Moxley. Uh, yeah. So again, we never, again, we never, we never really got a Punk Moxley kind of. Yeah, I mean, that was always a dream, kind of what we wanted to get in. In WWE, obviously, Punk left before the Shield split up. So, that I mean, the thought of that would be insane as well, Punk Moxley. Well, then also you could. This is could be where you where you introduce another Brian with Moxley. Would you like to think we'll have Eddie Kingston with him? This could be where Punk then brings Brian in, or vice versa. Um, Or this is the bit where Lance Rivera rocks up, right? He rocks (laughs) up in the middle of Brian and Punk, and everyone starts going mad because it's Lance Rivera. And I'm just like, look, lads. Stealing my spotlight here. Do you want to just step aside? And then I come in, and the whole New York crowd's like rocking. It's like cheering for the Rivera rave. I don't think you'll get away of kicking one of them in the nuts for the record. <laughs> nah, I reckon I could do it to both. Like, you swing one forward and you swing it back, and you're just like, number one. <laughs> you swing it back, you get that proper Van Persie esque pull back, and you Ooh. swing it forward, put it proper, put it through. And you, you, you scream like, like Rooney as you do it or something. Nice. I think back in the day it was always, yeah, I think it was Rooney. I'm trying to think who it was. But yeah, Rooney or Lampard or, or Barry's right. Beck, Beckham. Beckham was always... Beckham. Yeah, ben, well, yeah, I think Beckham was always the obvious. Yeah, Beckham was definitely the one that I think everyone used to always try and eradicate. Um, on Twitter the other day, did you, did you see that someone tweeted that um, Wayne Rooney's got a whole generation of grown men every time they kick a ball, they scream Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it. I go down to the park with my mates, have it, like just knock the ball about a bit. My mates threw the ball up in the air the other day, and I hit it clean on the volley, and I was just like Rooney. <laughs> but I felt like Rooney against Newcastle. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Good boy. way to end. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If there is, well, I've got an even better way to end. Do you want to promote oh. your t-shirts, which you, Chris, and Chris's lad were wearing on Sunday, which looked very good. You all looked. Brilliant, almost like a stable. Look about Team Taz with Team Rivera. Yeah, Rivera. You know what I mean? If yeah. you want to be part of the rave, get over to LanceRivera12.bigcartel.com and get yourself a beautiful Lance Rivera Playboy Prince Playboy Pleasure T-shirts. Come on, man! Let's like let's spread the love. Let's get amongst it. And if you're there for Odyssey Pro Wrestling the 7th of August in Morecambe, you can buy it off me directly and I will sign your forehead. Free of charge. Well, you'll get a photo of you as well. I'll get a photo with your girlfriend. (laughs) I think it seems like a no-brainer if you ask me. Um, Exactly. And also raves are allowed as well. So all all the more reason. (laughs) Fantastic. Well... (laughs) 
Uh, well, no, um, yeah, that's um, that's about it for us for tonight. And um, yeah, again, if you um, we've got lots of interviews coming up. Uh, Chris has got quite a few. I think another one this week. Um, so loads of interviews coming up. Loads more, obviously, exciting shows coming up as well. We actually will have three of us on next week after another couple of weeks of having just just two of us, two out of three. Uh, we back to a, a full a we full had a three whole next. Crew last week we had a whole. Uh, oh yeah, no, crew. sorry, I beg your pardon. You did last week, yeah. No, it was just me. It was me that wasn't there. Yeah, uh, it was just you. We had a big old yeah. stare off. We had a, a whole press conference <laughs> for Ricky versus Lance. <laughs> Is that well? We've got that coming up on the on the seventh. Um, but yeah, loads more exciting, more shows as well. Camp as we get towards SummerSlam as well. Um, so yeah, it's um, good night from me. And it's good night from me. Good night.